From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Oh, we're back. Hi! Hour number three, the Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Gunn. Yes, hey, you heard it right. Jonathan Swindle is in the house today. He's back. He's, he's back. He's got his big old giant hydro-gallon giant jug in here, keeping himself hydrated. Filled with a specific amount of water I can have for all day. Specific amount of water he can have all day. And then, of course, over there is uh, Bill, Bill George. Bill George. What are you doing over there? You look so intent over there. Uh, you're digging through I some actually sort of... going back and trying to... Look up the trust versus individual ownership. I'll explain it to you just afterwards okay. if you want to. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have some uh, young lady who's on the phone this morning. Let me reach over there. She's been for a year. Good, yeah. good, oh, boy. Good, good, good morning. Tell her she's live on the air. She good, can't be. Good morning. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you guys haven't figured it out by now, this, of course, as you can tell by her reaction, is my sister, Nora. Yeah. Who is uh, calling from somewhere off the coast of uh, Texas? Uh, apparently, going out and doing some fishing today after the hurricane came through. So uh, they'll probably get skunked today. So we'll have to see how they've done so far. Are you there? I'm here. I'm um, I'm getting some bites. Are you, hey, we're, uh, yeah, we're in Texas. Are you? Wait, hey, wait, wait. Are you, do you have Do you have me on speakerphone? Is that what you have? You have me on speakerphone or Bluetooth? The object kind of thing. She knows better than that. I have you on speaker. Well, that we're on the radio, Nora. I mean, come on, seriously. What? You want you want you want, oh so you're like the big kid on the boat with uh, all your friends now that you got yourself uh, a big old speakerphone, everybody. <laughs> Why are you busting me? No, I need to put you on speakerphone because I need both hands to reel in these big reds. Well, here's uh, uh, okay. Listen, I, I want to hear. I want pictures. I want to hear about these big reds that are supposed Nor- Hey, remind, remind her this ain't serious, okay. except. I, 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 you oh know yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we'll we'll send you a picture right now. Okay, is it is it one that's been caught already, or is this the one you're reeling supposedly in right now? No, no, we just I just caught it. Oh yeah, sure. Wait, you just caught it? You just now reeled it in? What is it? Six inches? What is that? Twenty. What did we say? 23, 24. Oh, what did we say? We have to have a consensus. I say twenty-four. You say twenty-nine. You know what? Let's just go with thirty. <laughs> well, we didn't tag it, so it's definitely not thirty. Tag? You got to tag a fish over so many inches out there? Yes. What? What? What, what is? What is that for? Over, over twenty-eight, they have to be tagged. Wait a minute. Well, who benefits from that? Is that the state of Texas, or is that? That for... would be the state of Texas. So Coastal what? Conservation Association. So what is? Uh, what is the tagging benefit the uh, state of Texas over a fish of twenty-eight inches? Breeder. Yeah, I'm not sure why, but yeah. breeder. Yeah, breeder. Breeder. What does that mean? You don't get to keep them. You can't eat them. You can't put them in hot oil. No, yes, you can, and you. But you get what? How many tags you get? Two, one. You get one tag after you take it in, and they clean it, and it goes to its final destination. You can remove the tag and use it again. Oh my gosh! This is just getting right, to be fish, too crazy. I, I, it's in the boat. 
Well, now, what kind of fish is this that you're supposedly reeling in? Is it a blue marlin, a uh, wahoo? No. What do you got phone, there? The phone just went off. You can see the picture. <laughs> no, Devin just got a, a too small of a red. Who is Devin? So, Who Who is this Devin, Devin guy you're hanging out with? Does your husband know Devin that you got? Devin is a woman. Oh, oh, it's a woman. <laughs> a woman. This is all women fishing trip today. Oh, again, just like last year. Yes. Oh, I got you. So it's the crazy day of chicks and Lone Star. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh, this is that's right. Last year we talked about uh, you guys were using mullet, and I said, "Why are you using mullet? You should be eating those." And you were like, "No, you don't eat those." Well, we don't eat mullet here, but no. the guide service is called slinging mullet guide service. Sling, slinging the crab. Slinging mullet is that what did you slinging. say? Slinging. Slinging. Slinging mullet guide service. But we're 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 fishing on crab. Yeah. What is he charging for a full day full of uh, full of hotties out there in the boat? Well, we're actually with his wife and his mother, so uh, we can't tell you the price we get. Oh. <laughs> we, got the, we got the family discount. Oh, I see. Uh, that's how it goes. No, you ain't got it. If you, you're with wife and mom, you ain't got to tell a price because if he's but, smart, there's definitely a discount going on. Yeah, there ain't nothing. <laughs> somebody, somebody can legally still operate this boat, right? Uh, the captain, I, I would assume. That's why he's there. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is Texas, so you know sometimes they kind of bend the rules a little bit out there. Well, so what time did you guys get out on the water? Your time out there? Well, you're in Central six, Central. Six thirty our time Central, so that'd been seven thirty your time. But, oh, well, that's yeah, not too we, bad. Have you guys no. been you've been cleaning up so far or not? Well, we've only we've got two in the bucket, two in the box, and one we've thrown back. That's it so far. Who we thrown back? And what are you using? What are you using for bait? Are you using mullet, crabs, shrimp? Crab. You, crab. crab. How big? Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you mean? Cracked crab. They're just blue crab. Oh, you using blue crab? You using yeah, blue, blue crab. crab? You're not using fiddlers out there? No, blue crab. Blue crab, and you're only catching twenty inch reds. What's going on with that? That that sounds like a bad. We need four. Ours have you have to. They have to be at least twenty here in Texas. Twenty inches minimum to keep. Minimum to keep. Yeah. What's your slot? Twenty to twenty eight. Twenty to twenty eight. Well, that's not too bad. And like and then, Larry the cable guy catching catfish. What are you using? Shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, now, wait. Now, when you were talking earlier, are you allowed to keep one tagged fish per person? Is that was that what it is? Yes. And then we can only our limit for the day is three apiece. Three within the slot, one with a tag, or is that one tagged fish included yes. in the three? three? No, three, three in the three. Limit, and then you can have one to over to oversized. Okay, and so then you, get, you can get four total. So yeah, four total possibly if you get a one a big a big bowl. Jeez, Pete's man. So if you catch a forty incher with a tag in it, you're allowed to keep that bad boy. Oh, and redfish taste so good. Uh, that's no weird. Uh, they get wormy down here. They get too wormy. What 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 is wormy? What what do you mean wormy? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever found a worm in a redfish before, those, Nora? Those are yes. No, those you are have not. Tentacles. You have never oh. found a worm in a redfish ever. Yes. No. Yes. Where? All right. Where was it located? I want to know precisely where it was located. Um. Where was the worm located? Up in its gut, like in the flesh. Yeah, in its flesh and the meat. Okay. Which part of the meat? Like the you know the fillet part. So what? you eat. 
Which part? Near the front, near the back, back strap, ribs? I mean, center on his gut. Through the whole fillet. Oh, you're 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 insane. See, that's weird too, because I've heard it in black drums, but I've never really heard about it in redfish. I've never heard about it in redfish. A big old fat black drum, yeah. Real. Oh my god! Big, Ooh, we're bringing in a good one. Yeah, well, it's, you know what? Throw it Corey back. Is. It, throw it back. It's wormy. <laughs> it's, it's, the it's, bigger they get, the grosser they get. No, that's that's not true. That is not true. Why would it be that way? Why, we get forty inches down here. They don't have worms oh, all in them. Got cartoon ass over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Right. Well, they eat mullet. <laughs> they eat mullet. They're coming from the people that eat mullet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we eat mullet down in Florida because we know what's good. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? At least we got the balls to eat a wormy redfish. <laughs> no, yeah. You know what? No, I, honestly, I can tell you in all my life, I've only caught one oversized red. Well, today might be your lucky day. Bill George he, is going to put his hoodoo on you, and that way you'll catch a, a big one. Yeah, we pulled in probably a 25-incher. Well, he's go. just mad because right now we can't keep any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not Zero. allowed to keep any. You know why? Because why? we're well, loaded with them right at the moment. And redfish is one of the most tastiest fish. Period. In my personal. Opinion, well, you got to understand. You got to understand. We don't. We don't go out and catch them this time of year because this is the worm season. So uh, you know. <laughs> God, we're gonna hear about worms all the rest of the we, show. I know. We we let the worms run their course, and then when they leave the bodies, then we go out and we harvest them, and then eat them, and then it's all good. So uh, it's like Swiss know. cheese once you pull it out. That's right. That's it's like funny. it looks like Swiss cheese. It's easier to batter that way. It, it fries faster, and everything's all good. You're a mess. No, you guys are a mess. You guys are a real big mess. Well, hey, we're having fun. That's all that matters. That is true, and that is all that matters. And there you go. And I, and I hope and we're in an airboat, so we're in the back lake that people uh, haven't ventured out here and probably ever. Oh, Three so you're, you're back there fishing in the grass. No wonder they're all wormy. Yeah. Now, now, do they let y'all bowfish, redfish, and stuff out there, or can y'all do any of that? Can we do what? Can they bowfish for redfish and stuff out there like they do in Louisiana and everything? No. Okay. Who's that guy that keeps talking in the background and don't know the rules? What's he talking about? <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason I'm asking her. He's the captain standing there. <laughs> no, he's he's smart. He's a good guy. Really good guy. So smart he don't eat mullet, but he eats wormy redfish. Gotcha. Gotta love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. All right, we got to go. We got to go to a break. It is a radio show, and now everybody in Sweden is laughing because they don't know what the hell you were even talking about. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, I love you. Go right. out there, have fun, love be you. safe. All right, girl, See talk you to you soon. All right, bye. Uh, my my crazy sister Nora and her friends out there on the boat off the coast of Texas eating wormy redfish. It's all good. All right, we're gonna take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay right now. I'm Bill George, Jonathan Swindle, we're in the house today, uh, broadcasting here live. 
Beasley Broadcasting Empire. Now that we have the phones ready to go, uh, you can give us a call if you want to, 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. Can I do one thing real quick? Yeah, sure. Can I say something something to somebody out there today since it's his birthday and that's Big Larry? Happy birthday, Dad. Hey. Oh, wait, it's your dad's birthday? Yep. And it was your mom's birthday like a week Last ago. Last week so. ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. Happy birthday, Big Al. Yep. We like to see him. We usually see him. We didn't get to see him this year at the uh, the Beast Feast because, of course, it was canceled because of... Didn't get to see him at the Panfish Challenge. Didn't get to see him at the Panfish Challenge because he was out, uh, you know, building something. I don't know. Yeah. Probably, uh, you know, doing something important in life. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Speaking of important in life, if you don't know, today is the beginning day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Nora, listening out in Texas, deer season starts today, officially. Archery season starts today. He's not kidding. Goes all the way through August uh, 30th. Uh, crossbow season runs all the way from August 1st to September 4th. And muzzleloader season starts from September 5th to the 18th. That's in zone A. So all you folks that are down there sweating it out today. I can't wait to get and see the social media. This Watch evening. out for the python and the panthers. I'm saying come out there with a bag full <laughs> of stuff. Not only come out there with a nice little uh, deer, but, uh, you know, a couple of tegus, a couple of uh, pythons and an iguana or two and uh, make a great day of it. That'd be awesome. Uh, I know that a lot of people don't realize that that are listening to the show in other parts of the world in the country that... Uh, Yes, our deer season starts in August. Yep. <laughs> July, and, some years. Yeah, yep. July, some years. And then um, uh, Gators officially starts on the 15th of uh, this month, correct? Correct. 5 p.m. on the 15th. So uh, this is an important month for a lot of people. This is the time where you can go out, you can go kill deer, you can go out maybe get an alligator, but you will die a horrible death. If you take home a redfish, dun, dun, dun. a redfish snooker trout. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And by the way, the youth deer hunt weekend is going to be on September 12th and 13th down in Zone A. By the way, if you wanted to uh, talk to Tom about getting the kids in there, if you want to get into the uh, youth hunting uh, program, get the kids out there. I think there's 60 brand new hunts this year for uh, deer, hogs, small game, and all kinds of good stuff like that. You can go check it out on uh, myfwc.com, and they have a little calendar of events and you know uh, things I'm, you can apply for and try to get the kids in on. I, I had brought up the other day at the commission meeting the fact that you know people are having issues getting resident licenses because of offices not being open. And I know, um, listening to Tom, um, you know, kids not being able to get this hunter certification. Uh, if the Florida uh, virtual school can do it then fwc should be able to find a way to do the same type of thing without a range date if they cannot provide the range day that would be uh and so a good idea I, i'll turn around i'll i'll call up somebody and see what we can figure out for well, a while I'm, for a while there uh, about uh for uh, about two or three months it was hard to even get uh hunting and fishing licenses uh, through the FWC, I know that we we can purchase your license at, at G5, and um, we we it wouldn't go through. I mean, we'd put all the information in, put our drivers everything in there. Burp, nope, it wouldn't go well, through. I call. We had to People call the tax collector the other day, and they had a tab for it. And, and but the thing was, is the tax collector's offices were closed, yeah. so you Correct. couldn't go get one. 
And then they tried to do it on their phones, and it would do the same thing. It would freeze up, lock up, do whatever. But we ran one last night and went through uh, went through fine. So maybe they're back on their feet. I don't, I don't know. Well, but. I tell you, in talking with license and permitting not too long ago, they are going to completely look to redo that whole licensing interface again. Again? Again. It used to be easy, if I remember correctly, and I think it was – when the FWC did it and it got to be out of hand and they well, took it to a third switched, party. And we switched vendors. We had yeah, one we vendor, vendor. And that vendor could not keep up with the alligator draw first come, first serve. It, it just it would just kill their system. So after a couple of years of failures with that, then they decided, oh, we're going to go with a different vendor. The new vendor couldn't keep up with it so instead of searching for somebody who could keep up with the load they changed their process to no longer become first for first come first serve I just, uh, yeah. and and so i always liked being able to go on there i was very good at what i did and i could i could outmaneuver a lot of people and come away a winner the majority of the time right because you have your super secret uh, bill george method of uh, oh i had cheat some codes yep, yep, yep. <laughs> hacker yep yep as my kids Super. like to scream at the He's a video game. gamer. Yeah. Chicky coats. Hacker. Hey. He's got bots. He's got bots. But, uh, you know, they are looking to, to tweak that, and I was told that they will allow me to assist in that process. Well, that's good. Well, I, get it done as soon as you can because there are some great hunts available for the kids this year. Uh, I mean, seriously, there's some stuff here that uh, – uh, as an adult, going out there mentoring and sitting next to them and letting them do all the work is going to be in some spots where you're like going, wish I was 16 again. I really wish I was. Uh, you got a uh, youth hunt dog, uh, see deer and hog archery only down in Levy County up there in Gulf Hammock. That's happening in October. Then you got a hog hunt in Citrus, which is uh, also in October, which is a youth hunt. Uh, October 23rd, which is one out there in uh, Okeechobee. Uh, county in the Grassland Islands area over there. That's a youth uh, deer or hog. Uh, in October, you also have uh, deer, buck, doe, or hog in Citrus County at the Flying Eagle, which is up there in Inverness. And then you got Pasco County, which would be a good one to get to for sure. That's right over there in Land of Lakes. That's a deer, that's a buck, a doe, or a hog out there. And then you got uh, Ishtapoga, which is a deer hog hunt for kids. These are all happening in October, by the way. And then uh, another one that's happening over in the uh, Wellini, Wellini uh, Plantation. That's over in Okaloosa, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's buck, doe, or hog. And uh, Gulf Hammock, which is always a good one. It's just the deer and hog one up there in Levy. And uh, Crystal River, there's a deer, doe only, and hog. And then you got the youth hunt that's going on in Okeechobee at Lamb Island, on uh, which is deer and hog. A lot of them going all the way through November, uh, and then there's many more pages of them. So, like I said, they added 60 new uh, hunts for the kids this year. So if you'd like to get your kids out there and get them in kind of early during the perfect time, then uh, get out there and get her done. And a lot of those hunts, there's not a lot of people that apply for certain ones. So really go out there and take a look at some of what's being offered. Especially on some of the newer ones, because sometimes they open up those really small management areas out there that normally don't allow you to do certain things, and then sometimes they're like, "Well, you know, we'll 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 let them shoot a doe." 
and it turns into a nice doe hog type day or something like that where uh, maybe they don't have a lot of uh, bucks taken out of there, but they got overrun with does, so maybe they'll let them pop off a few of those bad boys. So, which is one of the things we were talking about off the air, which uh, don't even get me started on the whoa, tag whoa, system whoa. thing. Don't worry. They're going to do another deer survey. When it, when we just got done with one. I, I understand that, but I didn't notice anything on there where they were asking again for a tag system. When we talked about that, when we did the one deer survey and they asked about tag, tag, tags and how many deer would you be allowed to take and all that stuff, uh, nothing ever came to that. All we got was a, make sure you write it on a piece of paper and call in and then let everybody know what you got. Tags are so yesterday. Are, are they? Are they seriously? So we should just barcode all the deer. They make it a lot easier. You just go beep and it goes right in like uh, Apple Pay. I don't, I don't think if you went and asked for a tag system that it would have passed. I really don't. I don't think. What about now? I think after we come back and look at it, a lot of people are not for tags. It has a it has a lot of pros, and it has some cons. You got to you got to sit here and tell me that all these people that I meet on a weekly basis who uh, a didn't even know you had to report those deer that you brought in from Alabama or Georgia uh, for the first year that they did it are going to be happier having to write down all their stuff on a piece of paper. Call it in, then hold on to the piece of paper, get a confirmation number, and then write it. How long do I have to keep my piece of paper and my confirmation number? Is it like a 4473? It never goes away? I have to keep it filed away for five years? Or what, what do I have to do? Well, you don't have to keep one at all. You're right. What do you mean at my rate? I you got a free rate? Deer. What? Wow. <laughs> no, I just go to... I Mama go to, just slapped daddy at the dinner table. Okay, here we go. I just go to private places where and you don't have to write it in. I'm, I'm going to keep mine as long as I have the meat in the freezer. Are you kidding me? Well, that's how long I'm going to keep it. That's why? how long so, I'm going to keep it. Well, but why would you do that? Why? Why? why what are you Listen, covering? I, I, that have, I have alligator paperwork going back years. Yeah. Okay. That's a federally protected critter. That's totally different, bro. As my son would say. Well, but like we were talking about it earlier, and this is from my my viewpoint and i know bill i agree with exactly what bill said you know before being a landowner does not give me any more rights to a deer than anybody else and i understand that but, but we do give you flexibility and access to well the but deer. that's the whole thing is is the flexibility yes but you're making it harder on somebody to manage a piece of property in the standpoint of if I know from my standpoint, okay, if I apply for extra permits to shoot does, great, okay, I know that this is an allotment of what I've got to shoot or what I can shoot from my management plan of, okay, am I going to take this certain deer? Am I going to, you know, are you going to go for this age range? Are you going to try to do this? Are you going to try to do that? But then you've got, I mean, you look at feed, you look at habitat, you look at what Tom was hitting the nail on the head. You look at water. I mean, it's it doesn't all predators. Your predation. That's the thing that drives me. We were talking about this. But you week. are the predator, too. So if you get 20 doe exactly. tags. And, you know, Bill George is busting on me about uh, doe tags. I'm like, 
Why do I need to apply for no tags when I just go up on to, to Jonathan's place or go down to? Well, but that's uh, my point. Go is down you, to Timmy Thompson's Orange Grove where he's got uh, 125 go, nuisance deer you, tags, and I can shoot deer all year round. You go and you don't at have night. to report them, and I don't we have got, to report them or write down nothing. So we're going to carry this over. Well, he I'm, does. He has to write them down. He has yeah. to write them down, and a lot of places would also do a. Uh, a survey to see if they were pregnant, and uh, they'd also do a liver sample and things like that. But, 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 but that's on the landowner. That ain't on me. All I do is oh, we got to carry this over because there's a couple it, more things I want to throw it in the igloo and take it home. Bye bye. It was all good. Yeah. So it's all she wrote. All right, taking a quick break. We get back. It's going to get ugly. It is the Big and Wild <laughs> Outdoors. Brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors. Don't forget they got the big old sale going on out there. The Life Outdoors Without Limits sale going on all the way through till August fifteenth. Go out there and see what they got. Feeders, climbers, bladder stands, guns, knives, carts, fishing equipment, all that stuff is all there for you. Also, go out and check out our boys out there at uh, Brandon Ford and get a brand new truck because you're going to need one to carry it all home in, right? All right, we're going to take a quick one. Be right back. Bill's back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Bill, and uh, that guy, Jonathan Swindle. We're here in the studio today along with uh, Jackie Brown. She's on the other side of the glass. Filling in for Diego. And we're just kind of hanging out here talking. And before the break, we uh, were getting into some stuff. And so uh, I yield I uh, yield my time to the man in the middle of the floor well, here to and, uh, continue your conversation. Go and right it's ahead. like I'm saying is is it's, it's kind of the whole thing of planning for somebody that owns – I mean – that owns property is what? So who cares if you own property? I do because I'm the one that's out there improving the habitat and doing everything you, else. You and got dirt. You want to plant in it? You want to do all that? You can do it. Well, but my whole thing is, is it's I've had this conversation before with everybody. I'm not just improving the property for me. I'm happy for my neighbors to. So what? You I want, mean, you want them to turn around and chip in or yes yes he does well but that's my point is it's it's like and it's not the net and the, i'm, I'm just trying to understand where 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 you think there's no what well the, my thing is is with a management plan with what i'm learning what i'm teaching myself and what i've learned from people that i watch is it's like your fawn recruitment your does your bucks your age class, your habitat, it's all, it all ties together. And it's, I mean, like the predation, everything. And that's the problem I have is, is it's like you've got everybody scattered going nuts looking in 10 different directions instead of saying, okay, this is how many deer, you know, it's like Steve said last week when you guys were talking about it. And I agree with that. There's, there's a certain number of deer that for everybody that they're going to eat per person. I mean, I understand that, but from like, like I said, from my standpoint, from somebody who has clients that come and hunt, it's how you manage a piece of property. You're not going to manage a 50 acre piece of property the same way you're going to manage a, you don't manage, you cannot manage 50 acres. Mm. You cannot manage 50 acres. You do not have enough land to manage at 50 acres. Well, but I'm Because your neighbors are doing the managing on their side. No, yes, I and get that. And unless you're all on the same management plan, 
you do not have the ability exactly. to impact. You cannot turn around. Half the genetics come from the does, so you really can't really impact your your antler genetics because of the does. Um, you, you just can't do a whole lot. But well, you can improve. You can improve, you, you can improve their health. But you can feed them good. You can do all that, but you are not managing much. Well, but see, I would disagree with that because you look at places like Georgia. They have a set number of tags for this many does, this many bucks, and, yeah, it's taken years, and I'm sorry, and I'll argue this with anybody anywhere. Florida Florida's has not Georgia. I, I understand Our that. Our soil's totally different. Our farm recruitment's totally different. No. But you can supplement but and the, you can do whatever. What I'm saying is, is the deer, if you put them in place a management plan, the deer are there. I mean, there's how many record book bucks are killed in central Florida of all places? Oh, no. There's some beauties here. And all that. So, I mean, the that's my argument I have. And I know I'll get bombasted from everybody because we live on sand and those a lot of those deer are around the cattle ranches and everything else and have a different life. Or they live on the 50 acres that's being managed by someone like you where there's plenty of food, plenty of water, well, plenty but, of cover, plenty of baby raising stuff. I mean, they'll, they'll hang where they hang. I mean, uh, they're, they're deer that... Uh, you know, live in certain subdivisions, and they'll never leave because yeah. uh, you know Mrs. Jenkins plants new roses every six weeks. Well, you know? and it's like Tom. I mean, talk, we talk to Tom. I mean, and that's me. And everybody looks at me and gives me the whatever, and that's I don't care. But it's, it's something that I've gotten into is the management side of it, and looking at it and saying, you know, I can you can see the potential. It's just a little tweak here, a little tweak there. But my whole thing is, is why has it got to be so stinking hard? <laughs> I mean, it's not. It, it's not. You go out there. It's put just, up a tree stand. Wait till he comes by. Well, yeah, so, I'm talking that, about how hard you're is that? Me, how hard is that? <laughs> well, it, it's hard to get them there and to keep them there and to grow them there. That's the hard part that I think he's referring to. No, so. and I mean, I don't have. These are not cattle. No, no, they I are know not that. cattle. They don't have ear tags. If they, if you, if you want to turn around and call them your deer. You can put up a no, high fence and, and you that, can yeah. put them in with and they're your deer. And that's not my point is, I mean, it's like, it's not, I'm trying to say that they, you, I own the deer. I don't own the deer. That's, I mean, I've been. You know, I, I'm just. I know that. I miss you. Just I, believe me. I Believe me. <laughs> but, I've missed this more than you know. But, but it's but, it's like the, what's well, like the horn this, restrictions. I mean, it's not, you're not, to me. The horn restrictions are a hunter preference. Exactly. And trying to. Get deer to a year and a half. That's old. what I'm saying. Okay, it it was quote to get deer to a year and a half old, but it it a lot of that's hunter preference. The number of deer, hunter preference. Um, my thing that I look at a deer. We had a deer study. You know, you can say that the data was uh, tainted or the analysis mm-hmm. was tainted based upon the fact that you know most people know that the panthers in South Florida. Are Oh, are devastating everything. Okay, you don't need to be a rocket scientist. <laughs> Had somebody from Minnesota that. bring that up. <laughs> okay, but you know, here we're going to look at turn around and spend a bunch of money on another deer survey mm-hmm. done by uh, FWRI, Florida Re- Wildlife Research yeah. Institute, over here out of St. Pete, which I think they do an excellent job. But what are we going to do different? Yeah. Uh, Okay, we do a survey, we do we do something. What are we going to do different? Yeah. Are we going to turn around and say our deer don't have enough nu- as much nutrition as they need, 
So let's turn around and start planting food plots on our on our wildlife management areas. What are we going to do in this state different? Yeah, as Create a result habitat. of spending all this money. Yeah, and if we don't have something that we can say, if we get this, we're going to change that. If we see this, we're going to change that. Then why spend the money? Yeah, in doing the survey. Well, and that's what I mean by like you said, the horn restrictions or doe tags or. Any, it's a tool that you can help to improve. I mean, to me, it's the same as a tool of you going out and hinge cutting or control burning or like I've started spraying. There are certain areas that I started spraying and actually fertilizing the briars and other natural browses that are at on my place just because I know it's going to help the deer later help on. A lot of things. And it helps. It helps the food chain, the whole food chain. And There'll be a lot of like little bunny rabbits running around out there that'll be well, happy. But I mean, that's. But it's just it's stuff like that that it's like you say about a deer survey. It's stuff like that that I want to look at them and go, do do this. But but, but the thing <laughs> is, what are we going to do different? Yeah. Well, what, what actions of ours are we going to change? And we're going to do. We're going to turn around. We're not going to increase access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the other option is we're going to limit access. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, with this um, pandemic that's going on, I can see it uh, at G5. I know that uh, Jonathan has seen it in his shop as well. Uh, with the, I think that this year is going to be a banner year to get your kids out in the woods and more people are going to be out on the water than ever before. We've we've seen this already happen. I mean, I, I saw uh, it in fishing season, fishing, hunting. I mean, uh, there are going to be a plethora of new people out there with for the looking for the experience. So, with that many bodies going out into the management areas, whether it be for a small game or hogs or deer or whatever it is, um, they better come up with something pretty quick because once, like we were talking about with my son, once they get their foot in the door with one certain thing, they're going to want to step up their game and go try something else. Mm-hmm. You may be able to take your kids out and go squirrel hunting this year, but by gore, you know, they're going to want to get a, get a hog the next year. And then, of course, when they see a couple of big deer walk by, you know, they're going to be wanting to go out and do that. So it's a good thing for us all in the outdoor industry, I think, but I think that also uh, it's going to open up a lot of um, – debate on what the FWC needs to do and stepping up uh, either improving management areas or coming up with uh, solutions to either do draws for each and every one of them. Or, I mean, there could be some limitations on it coming up in the next year or two, seriously. But, you know, when you were talking about putting food plots out there in management areas, they've tried those things in the past. You know, they've tried uh, certain grasses and getting them out there. I mean, when they were trying the whole quail thing all over again, I remember tromping around out in citrus management area and there were quail boxes all over the place and there were no quail i mean they just well and reintroducing them into there just didn't seem to be bill makes a great point like something we're looking at doing down there i'm looking at doing it lake wales and a bunch of our friends down there with the cattle and all that do it for their deer is like ashenominy and and plants like that that are an annual that reseed themselves and come back and deer love them and it's a great protein source. Yeah, it is. It is a and it great grows, protein. Source. It grows good in Florida too. By the I way, I mean, and there's stuff, and it's but it's like it's stuff like that that it drives me crazy to see but, because it's just but, like you say about the money. You but could, what you're doing is what we call you're you're improving the habitat. Yeah. On 
the vast majority of our places, and there are some places that actually have some some food plots or something else, but they're very far and few between. Biggest thing we do, and about the only thing that's cost wise they can do is prescribe burn. It's burn. Yeah, it's and, burn. Yeah. And then you have people fighting you to Who's burn. Oh God, yeah. don't get me burn. started. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you got to keep those palmettos limited down and uh, everything else, so they'll take over everything. But um, I mean, just. Don't believe me? Go go try to walk through Chazaliska Management Area. Good luck. <laughs> Three lakes. Good luck. Take your pick. Yeah, anywhere out around Venus, Florida. I mean, it's 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 hell to hunt there. It really is. It's hard. All right, we're gonna take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends out of G Five Feed and Outdoors. Got the big old Life Outdoors Without Limits sale going on right now, all the way through to August fifteenth. Stop in today and get your stuff, and uh, go out and see our boy Brooksy out at Brandon Ford. Get yourself a brand new car or truck. It'll be a good day for all of us. We'll be back. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome in. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Jonathan, and uh, Bill George in the studio today. It looks like we got Dennis on the phone this morning. How you doing, Dennis? Dennis. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? What are y'all doing? What are you up to? Oh, man. I'm fixing to do some uh, yard work this morning, uh, trying to get my honeydews ready for the or done before the the hunting season. But I was catching your conversation about the the management and which is my wheelhouse, but I, you know, I, I want to talk to about access because you guys were kind of the last part of that break. We're talking about increasing access, and I was out scouting <laughs> last night and had to walk by a check station, and it, on this check station it said, due to COVID-19, the check station is going to be closed. Correct. So does that mean all the gates are going to be closed and you're no. going to have to park by the gate and walk in, or are they going to open this stuff up? I can tell you what happened in turkey season, and I don't expect much different. There will be somebody who will open the gate in the morning, and then the gates are open until it's time to close the gates, and then they time to close the gates. Well, I hope so, because, you know, having 50 people parking the, the truck is going to put everybody, you know, in one concentrated area in order to, to be able to hunt. And so it just... Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I, my my turkey permit at Marion Creek last year got canceled because of COVID nineteen. Now that was a swift mud deal, not FWC, but you know they got to get on the same page. That was that swift mud or South Florida. Uh, I thought it was swift mud. I thought they owned it, but maybe not. I could it I could be wrong. Been, it's probably part of that Kissimmee chain. Yeah, South Florida Water Management District actually closed a lot of stuff. Green Swamp West, uh, Green Swamp, those are swift mud properties, and those actually remained open, which normally South Florida Water Management Districts is better to work with than swift mud, but in that particular case, I'll give kudos to swift mud. They managed to uh, allow us to keep everything open here. Well, that's nice. Well, maybe- I did get my preference points back, but I had to ask for them. I had to make Correct. sure that, you know, because I got an email saying that they were going to give them to me, and then... I never saw it, and so to, you know. I hope your listeners, you know, check in if they if they missed out on a turkey hunt last last spring. That they need to check with FWC and make sure they got awarded their their preference points if their hunt was canceled. 
Correct. Now I got to ask you, uh, Bill George, and maybe you know this too, Dennis. But what do uh, what are your preference points going to get you in the future? Do you get a free license, or do you get to win a boat, or uh, you get free gum? What what's the deal? <laughs> I think it, what it does is it just basically gets you in front of the line on a, one particular you know management area that you would want to have, I believe. But uh, you know, you, I, you might know more than that. It, does I'm, it get you on the island where you could go shoot a sandbar Den- stag? Dennis, I'm sorry, he's a little salty this morning. Right off the bat, is that what yeah, it does? Yeah, no <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's, uh, you know what? Whenever tags are brought up, I always get my hackles. It, so it puts you forward in the line. It's supposed to. It is designed to put you in front of the per- other people in the line. So if you had five preference points, you'd be in front of anybody with four, three, two, one, or none. Well, now, if these are like Bitcoins, can I, like, take those preference points and, like, put them in for an elk, like, let's say, out in Idaho where no. you need point systems and all that? So my points yeah. are no good in another Your state? Your points are no good. Well, what the, right. that, what, the, when did we get to and, print our own points? And here, and here you have points that are geared to each different type of hunt. So a turkey hunt... You, you're gaining points in turkey hunts or in gun hunts or in hog hunts, archery hunt. Everyone's a different different type of point. This sounds like a ripoff to me. Oh, At least if you had a book of green stamps, you could go get a carton of smokes or something. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of it's nice also that you know, if you put in for a hunt, and let's say something happens and you can't make that hunt, if you turn that permit in prior to the actual hunt, by I think a couple weeks or so that Ten way they days. have time to reissue that then you'll get preference points for next year 10 points yeah Ten you, know, days. So you know what this, help uh, i'm sorry i don't agree with this because it just sounds like when the southwest lady comes down and goes we are overbooked if anybody gives up their seat we'll give you a, a plane ticket to somewhere else i mean come on i mean who wants to give it up i mean it doesn't sound like you it just does want anything. a voucher book don't you it doesn't sound like it's anything for you yeah, I say hey. if you get preference points, okay. you should be able to win like a rifle or something. Okay, Dennis, you got a question. I got a question for you. Uh oh. Okay. When's when's the uh, clay shoot at? All right, fish clay hawk. shoot September twelfth. It's going to be a fish hawk. We are going to be doing a a little modifying to it. You know, making sure uh, we have to do our social distancing and all that stuff. But fish hawk is is still uh, open and ready for for us. Um, I don't see us having a big, biggest crowd as last time, but um, that's fine. I mean, we got several prizes uh, from G5. I've, I've got, uh, let's see, goodness gracious, I'm going to have a nice fishing pole combo. I got some targets. I got, I got some good, bigger prizes. We're not going to have a lot of the smaller uh, raffle items. Hey, um, so you have a better chance of getting a better prize. Dennis. Um, yes. Do you want a feeder? I would love a feeder, absolutely. Not for you, but to give away. <laughs> I know what he's meaning. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you got a nice uh, feeder to give away too. That's a good thing. Braden's been around me too long. You better know exactly what you're answering. Darn right. right. Yeah, it's one of those things. You want a so, feeder? Sure, I'll take a feeder. Oh, we have to give away? Oh, darn. No, never mind. We haven't had any bow clinics, you know, because of COVID and all that. But right. doesn't mean we haven't done anything. You know, we. I called you several months back when we were doing a lot of fishing and donated a bunch of Nile perch for, uh, I think it was up to 90 families ended up getting uh, that fish um, over the course of that three or four weeks that we were doing a lot of netting, which is pretty awesome. And uh, I did apply for a grant with the iHunt tag, and hopefully we're going to revamp some of our um, archery equipment and do – so Jonathan might have to come talk to you a bit. You know, we're I'm getting into that higher FOC stuff, and 
trying to uh, get new arrows and new uh, new outfits for the uh, for these uh, youth and new bow hunters and try to get them more a better success rate with the uh, I've seen it where lighter arrows don't penetrate these pigs and I you know you got a lot of headaches oh, a lot yes. of, spend a lot of time and you you know and I think uh, I think we need to step back and look at our old aluminum arrows and the, the setups we had back in the 80s that that wasn't that bad even though it was a little bit slower i think it was a lot better for us well you gotta remember the arrows back then too with the old xx17s and all that stuff they were all like heavy aluminum suckers they were 2219 well, yeah they were like hitting them with <laughs> right. a freaking piece of rebar man well, i mean it was it was and a lot Mike, different. for me everybody laughs with me with obviously my situation i got a, a brand new prime sitting at the house that's pulling in the the, let's just say the high 50s, low 60 range. And guess what? I shot my other one and shot this one. And, you know, the arrow just seems to penetrate the target the same amount. So it's, yeah, it's, well, it's all in arrow building and broadheads. And, I mean, there's, there's so much stuff now that you just sit there and watch and see with these people shooting 40, 50, 60 pounds and just, right on through whatever they're hitting well you know i mean i think a lot of, when i was uh shooting the recurve uh you know i i went with those what are they rhinos or is that what it is all weight forward arrows where all the weights in the front lighter in the back yeah. heavier in the front and uh you could tell the difference you shoot a carbon arrow and it would stop and those big it's like the difference between shooting something with a 22 250 and a 45 70 you know i mean <laughs> maybe a little slower but it's a lot heavier and it hits with a little more whoop you know what so. I'm saying? All right. right. Well, well, Dennis, quick, we got to get out of here for our break, man. Are you all good? Are you covered? Are you all your questions answered? So, or I believe so. Yeah, you know, if if from the management side of it, I, fire, fire, yeah, you, fire, fire. That fire. is true. We were talking about that spray, during the break. Spray, spray the palmettos and burn. That's yes, right. Sir. Fire, fire. I like fire. Yeah. It's all good. Absolutely. Well, the bears need all the palmetto berries they can get. Stop it. We, we don't need the bears. Don't we, we just don't don't eat. We got like 10 seconds. We can't even get to go there. Well, it's not only the bears, but also people with prostate problems. Okay, Bill George. Jeez. Uh, and Glenn's, yes, Glenn, we are talking palmettos. No, we're not. No, we are not. <laughs> Good to talk to you guys. See you, right, Dennis. Be out there. Be safe. All right. Is this it? Are we done? What are you telling us in there, Jackie? It's, are we done? Is that what we're wrapping up? It's, oh, my she gosh. says we're done. It's all It can't be 10 o'clock. God, you guys talk too much. Is all Nora. It wasn't her? Yeah, sure. That's how she started the hour. <laughs> Did you see the picture? She sent a couple of pictures. That was a pretty nice little redfish she got here. Did you not see it? We'll see him after the show. No, okay, how did you st- she sent them to me. She's my oh, sister. You, she has my phone You sent them to you, and you're asking me if I saw them. <laughs> well, I don't know what you guys got going on. Okay, all I can say is I'm glad to be back, and I missed you guys. Yes. Are you going to come back? Everybody. Are you going to try to make it next week, too? Or are you going to get out of here? Or what's the deal? Is this a one-time only? What, what, what? Oh, we'll see. He's a guest appearance. Is that what it is? A guest appearance. And coming in live for his first guest appearance in six weeks. We'll see. All right. That's all good. We'll see you guys next Saturday. It is a big and wild outdoors. Go have a great time out there. Don't forget to stop in at G5 out there and go check it out. Don't forget the Life Outdoors Without Limits sale going on until August 15th. Go get your stuff out there today. I'll be out hanging out there until about 7 o'clock tonight if you want to come by and throw something. It's all good. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye. Have a great weekend. See you.